1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. We are live from BYU Media Day. It's the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon, we're going to get started right away. We're going to kick this thing off right. What do you say? With who? I mean, mean, let's get a big name player, not some nobody. Joining us now, tight end for BYU, Matt Bushman. What's going on, Matt? Not much. Just... Enjoying this media day. Glad no. to be here. Really? Are, are you really enjoying it? Loving it. it. Or do you hate it? No, it's good. It's good to uh, just get that excitement back for uh, for the season. I always uh, tell this story when uh, when uh, Rob Morris came back from his mission. He there was they didn't have this, but they had like photo day or whatever. Yeah. And everybody was clamoring around the quarterbacks. You know how that mm-hmm. goes. And Rob was just sitting up in the stands by himself. And I went over and sat down by him, started talking to him. And he was telling me how he likes to paint his toenails pink. And he wears a Superman T-shirt. And he was, like, wrestling alligators and stuff during the offseason and all stuff. And at the end of the column, I wrote, Rob Morris will never sit alone again. <laughs> and, but he was a guy who started out relishing the attention and everything. But right. by the time he was done here, it was just so much that I think he was ready to move on to the NFL. Yeah, Yeah, it makes sense. Matt, I want to talk to you about your journey a little bit last year because when a new offensive staff comes in, things are going to change more for some than others, right? And it seemed like what was asked of you changed a lot last year from your freshman year, and by the end of the year, things just seemed to click with you. So will you you talk about that journey and your progress last year and what was asked of you? Um, Well, last year, I mean, with Coach Grimes coming in, he... He brought in this, I don't know, just offensive scheme that didn't necessarily, I don't know, it didn't necessarily fit to the pass, I mean, the, like the pass catching tight end. Is right. Coming from LSU, it's a lot of just run blocking and pass blocking, and they're, they're bigger guys, so it's almost like an extended lineman. Um, but I, so that was kind of like this past year was a, like a full year of me just learning basically the ins and outs of blocking and how to how to get better at that so um my freshman year I learned a little bit like the basics of it but last year was definitely a big a big challenge of learning that and trying to trying to really learn the just at least for the first half of the season just trying to learn the ins and outs of blocking everything as the season went on I got better at it I was able to prove myself more and um be able to get more playing time and after the quarterback switch uh Zach came in and the scheme kind of switched to more of a um, open uh, spread type offense, and and that's when I was when the pass catching tight end kind of got more of a more of an opportunity. So that's when I was splitting out more, um, had my hand in the dirt some of the time, but was able to get out there and run more routes and catch some balls. I want you to know, Matt, that uh, Jake and I were complaining about your usage early in the season. We we're saying, why aren't they? Given getting the ball to Matt Bushman more, and people said oh, he's got to learn how to block. He's got just kind of what you said, but we just didn't understand it because if you've got a weapon like you, why not use you? You know, <laughs> and I don't want to get you in trouble here or anything, but you were probably thinking likewise, I assume. Yeah, I mean, it was a good learning experience just to kind of um, go from having like accolades my. Ac- freshman all-american size my freshman my freshman year then go into kind of having to prove myself again to a whole new staff and things like that to show that i can be a that i can compete at this level uh that was good for me i mean it was tough it's not like what most players expect coming off of a, a good first year but but definitely there's good life lessons from that and everything and um 
I think it's going in a good direction for our team and and kind of we're going to be using more of uh, tight ends that kind of fit more of my mold. And when Moroni gets healthy with Moroni and myself, it should be a really fun year for us. You said something earlier today that I took note of. You said something along the lines that the offensive coaches are putting you in positions of strength. Right. And that's what you're talking about, right? Right. right. So we just want to... We just want to focus on the, the guys that we have right now. So we're not trying to um, necessarily turn guys into something that, that they need to be in a couple years or something like that. We're just going to, it seems like this, this coming year, we're going to take the guys that we have, put them in the best chances for us to succeed, and just build off of those strengths. And, and that will help us get more points on the board and help us score more touchdowns. So this year, uh, Matt Bushman with us, by the way. For the, for the first time in rivalry history, the game is going to be at the, the first game of the year. Do you like that? Do you like being able to focus on that important game all summer long? Yeah. Um, I mean, I really like it, especially coming off the game that we had last year. We started off fast, couldn't really finish, and um, that kind of left just a, a bitter taste in all of our mouths. And it just has it's been a good motivation for everyone to just get in the weight room get do the extra work that we need to do to prove that we can uh we can be we can be prepared to to play against these guys first game of the season and and with the work that we're putting in i think that it we will be prepared and it should be a really fun fun atmosphere and a fun uh fun game this first game of the year so on a scale from 0 to 10 10 being uh most uh, how do you rate your optimism? My optimism, I'm I'm probably close to the nine or ten. I'm pretty optimistic right now. Really? I mean, you have to be. I think every year you need to be optimistic. Like my freshman year, we had a pretty bad year, so I was just optimistic to have a better year. And now that we've kind of we were above, we went seven and six, won a bowl game. That's usually a pretty good year. But I'm really optimistic. I think all of us want to strive for more and be be the team be a BYU team that's that's remembered and that people respect so so we're really working working really hard and I'm I I feel super optimistic about this year talk a little bit about Zach Wilson and his potential and what you saw last year and what could possibly be yeah I uh I like Zach a lot we we've been together a lot throughout the shoulder surgery process so we're all we're all uh we're all getting better we we're, we're healthy and we're feeling really good but Zach's just a he's a competitor he he has this confidence about him that's that's different for a for a guy to come in out of high school last year and just have the confidence that he can be a college quarterback and and be a good college quarterback. That was really impressive and it kind of made a lot of us realize okay like we uh we need to have that confidence that he kind of that he has and demonstrates. So so I uh I respect him a lot. A lot of guys trust him and respect him and um, we want to make plays for him so that our team can succeed. He owes you because you caught that pass in the bowl game that you shouldn't have caught uh, or couldn't have caught, and you caught it anyway to keep that consecutive completion thing going. Yeah. Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah. We, none of us really knew about that little streak but at the time. But, yeah, I just... You when the ball's, around, when, you? The ball, when the ball's yeah. thrown to me, I want to catch it, and I don't, want, yeah. I don't like interceptions, so I just had to... Had to take it from that you guy. You deserve at least a free meal from yeah. that catch, though, yeah, right? You know, so. some barbecue or That's something. Right. Yeah. you got to cash that chip in. <laughs> you know, Zach has 
somebody asked him today about uh, being kind of BMOC and, uh, you know, being the hotshot BYU quarterback and all that. And I thought his response to that was pretty healthy. He said, essentially, in so many words, he said, I ain't done anything yet, you know. Right. And that's, that's exactly the way a young player has to think right. in order to continue the climb you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, I mean, a lot. He, I think he kind of feels he was only able to play the second half of the season. And, yeah, he had some good games. But I think that confidence that we all kind of – talk about and seeing him he he just knows what he can be and he he held he holds himself to a high standard so we just want with that high standard we want to be at that high standard also as a team whether you see yourself as a receiver or as a member of that offensive line uh, there's a lot of expectation for that group this year because they were just about all freshmen last year and now they're all back and experienced and pretty talented would you agree with that yeah yeah there's some Really smart and really, really athletic offensive linemen that we have. So, but they're um, ugly, right? Yeah. A couple of them. Got to, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, they're all, they're all good guys, and um, no, yeah, they're they're a good group. They're really close. They're really united, and I think that's really important for an, uh, for an offensive line unit. And it's kind of makes the rest of the position groups kind of want to have that unity and chemistry. So. I have no line that trusts each other like that. They kind of know what everyone is expecting and when they have to adjust to certain blitzes and certain twists and things like that, um, to have that chemistry is really important. Out of the gate, of course, and you're used to this here at BYU. You've got a, a real tough schedule, the first four games, you know, P5 teams. But a difference this year is three out of those four games, is uh, they're at home. They're in Provo. How much of a difference is that going to make going up against that kind of daunting task? Yeah, it's really cool. I mean... A lot of those big games we have had to travel over there. So to be able to have some big-time games in front of our fans, it's, it's really exciting. And I think um, if we keep preparing the right way, we can, we can turn some heads and win, win those games. And that will really excite this community and get, uh, get Cougar fans excited for the rest of the year that we have. Do you have any personal goals? I mean, are you, do, you have, do you want to play in the NFL? I mean, that seems like that's every kid's dream. Yeah, I mean, that's been my dream, and I I really want to do it. I'm, I want to work hard to get better each and every year, so that can be that can be an option. But that's not like you can't really re- rely on that, you know what I mean? So I'm just working on just not, not necessarily like anything super measurable. Like st- I don't have any statistical goals. I just want to be better than last year, and... Um, I just want to be more explosive. That's kind of that's kind of how I felt like I once I had my shoulder injury and things like that in the season, I didn't feel as explosive as I could have been. And I think just with the work this off season and um, how I feel right now, I feel a lot better. I feel quicker, faster, uh, stronger, and yeah, definitely more explosive to be able to block or catch the ball. So I'm excited. Yeah, that part of it will actually help you in the NFL. I mean, you know, you've got to be able to block, right? I guess Dennis Pitt did all right until he got injured. 
He was never known for Dennis blocking. Dennis not known for his blocking, no, huh? I don't think so. He could sure catch the ball, though, Matt. I'm yeah. sure you're aware. Yep, definitely. Well, Matt, we can't thank you enough for dropping by and seeing us. Good luck with uh, the upcoming season, and uh, we really appreciate it, man. Thanks. I appreciate it also. Thank you, guys. Thank you. There you go. That's uh, BYU tight end Matt Bushman joining us here on The Big Show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone live from BYU Media Day. And that's a fun way to get things started, Gordon. It is, yeah. Uh, everyone I talk to says Matt is going to have a big year this year. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, and there I, you go. I think I heard uh, Kalani Sataki say earlier, and we'll have Kalani on the show, uh, coming up in a bit, but uh, he he's expecting Matt to be a big part of that offense this year. I would think so. Yeah, and and you know uh, we're going to see Zach Wilson a little bit more of that offense where he does get to spread out. I thought that was interesting what Matt was talking about there. But you know, for a, a quarterback that's still learning the ropes a little bit to have a safety blanket like that and mm-hmm. a, a target and a guy that's going to catch the ball if it's anywhere near him, and and Gordon, we're just sitting across from him. I mean, he's. That's a big dude. That's a big target, and you could see why they thought he had the potential to be a, a multi-tool tight end blocking and catching passes. I, I think he's going to be, uh, you know, maybe that best player on the offense this year. I still don't understand why they didn't go to him more early on. Well, I, he didn't I, even get opportunities at times to be on the field. Well, I think he hinted at that, that he had to figure out his blocking to yeah. earn that playing well, time. Well, he didn't hint at it. He said it. Yeah, he, yeah, he said it. But he didn't say it, you know, kind of, well, well, he said it. Those SOBs. Yeah, right. It wasn't, exactly. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't complaining. But, but, but I mean, it, it, it was just time after time you would think, where are the Cougars playmakers? Well, that guy standing over there on the sideline is a playmaker. Get him in the game. Seems like they sort of figured that out as Our, time went by. And as you mentioned, tight ends are always a quarterback's best friend. I mean, to have that safety valve there is uh is pretty important for that guy. All right, we're going to talk uh, BYU football throughout the day here at Media Day. Gordon mentioned Kalani Sataki expected to join us a little bit uh, later on in the show. We're still seeing players filter in and out of the, the radio room here, so we will uh, we'll have players sit down with us uh, when they are available, but certainly talking to Matt, uh, it's a fun way to start the show. Uh, we will not be 100% BYU football all day because there are some NBA news and notes out there that uh, we've got to get to uh, today, Gordon. Chris Paul making waves and uh, demanding a trade. We will get into that. A couple of players out there not picking up their team options, which just seems nuts for these two particular players. But we will get to uh, some of that as well. I wonder uh, if we're going to see more and more of that players demanding trades. Big why is name, that? Big name players because they think they have the power. To dictate these things. Well, in this case, and if you read through the initial uh, Yahoo report out there, uh, Chris and James, um, not buddies. Let me, let me put it that way. Not, not. But they're in those cute commercials together. And How whatnot. awkward is that now? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Seen more than a few people make the jokes about that. Is James mad that he invited the mascot over to over <laughs> to his house? But how awkward are those commercials now? Because apparently they didn't even speak for months during the season. Didn't uh, isn't there a commercial where James is uh, he, he blows up the microwave or does something starts the house on fire? Yeah, something like that. Maybe he's, he's the still... house is on fire apparently. But Houston is in an incredibly awkward position now because I don't know that they can actually trade Chris Paul. Well, it's uh, they signed him to that you know what is it forty million a year deal or whatever. It's eventually forty four in the yeah. third year of it, and according when to that, he's going to be playing the worst. 
Oh, yeah, when he's going to just be, yeah. you know, barely making it onto the floor. And uh, according to that Yahoo report, apparently Tillman Fertitta, the owner of the Rockets, has been complaining about that contract since the moment the ink was dry. Well, when the owner is upset about something, that's not a good sign. It is funny, though, to watch Daryl Morey go uh, through the entire media car wash. I think he was on uh, every single media outlet in the country. He might have even been on DJ and PK this morning. Who knows? Uh, but telling everybody. He's always been so shy. He's like, it's fine. You know, they're just competitive guys. Oh, everything, yeah. everything is great in Rockets land. No problems here. Hmm. And then Chris Paul demands a trade. So, as I said, the house is on fire. I don't know if uh, I don't know if all that is uh, true. So we will get to a lot here uh, on the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, how's your day going? By the way, you doing all right? Good. Uh, fighting a little bit of a cold, as I mentioned yesterday, but uh, hanging in there. Did you come in heavily medicated? Uh, a couple of times. I don't know. Oh, that's yeah. not too bad. Yeah, oh, that's good. So you'll have your wits about you today. Uh, hopefully, because we'll need them. Yeah, because yeah. Okay. at media days, things come at you pretty fast and furious. I understand. That's true. Yeah, we've done this a few times, Jake. Yeah, what is this, the well, ninth, ninth since ninth uh, they went this. Yeah. independent? So, yeah, and you and I have both been at every single one. Indeed, whether we have our wits about us or not. All right, we'll get to more Big Show coming up. Stay tuned. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, live from BYU Media Day, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Talking a little BYU football right now with the offensive coordinator, Jeff Grimes. People want to know the status of Zach Wilson as far as him being able to be ready when you start camp in August. I think he will be. All indications to this point are that he's doing great. He tells me it's going well. He's got progression that he's following. Doctor's protocol keeps him within a certain parameters each week, and he's making progress, and I think there's no question he'll be ready to go. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance, reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. She got eyes that cut you like a knife and lips that taste like sweet red wine and a pretty lace. Go to heaven. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from BYU Media Day. Band of the Day today, the Zach Brown Band, selected by Trajan Peely and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Joining us now, defensive lineman for the Cougs, he is Trajan Peely. Uh, you made an, an instant uh, friend of, of Gordon with your, your band selection there. Yeah, you, know, you got good taste. You got to love country music. You know, yeah. it's a good, it's well, a good genre. Well, I'm heading in that direction. My wife's trying to get me there. But Zach Brown, I mean, those guys, those, they can rock too. But anyway, <laughs> neither here nor there. They're great. And we put Trajan on the spot with selecting yeah, the band of the day. he came up with it like that. So Nailed it. So good we, choice. Thanks for participating. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So tell us, uh, how are you? How are things? Do you enjoy uh, Media Day? You ready to get it started? Oh, yeah. I'm doing good. Yeah. I mean, uh, media Day is always kind of nice. You get to know what other people are thinking. You know, as a player, you kind of just go through practice and you go, don't get too much outside uh, thoughts from, from too many people outside of your coaches and, and close family. So, it's, yeah, I like Media Day. Get, kind of get to get a feel of the fans. So. So are you uh, are you outspoken? Are you uh, bold 
in the things you say? Are you more <laughs> shy or are you somewhere in between? Oh, I think it depends on the, what I'm doing. If you ask about singing, I'm probably more shy. Than, but uh, as far as public speaking, I mean, I, I feel like I try to do my best to lead and set an example uh, for the other players. So um, in that way, yeah, I, I guess I would say. Uh, but in most cases, you know, I, I try to just be the best example I, as I can. And whatever and whatever that means, I, I'll do that. Tell us about this defense this year. How, how good are you guys going to be? Uh, we're going to be even better than next year. I, I can tell you that. We have a lot of returners. We obviously lost some key guys, Corbin and Sione. They're hard to replace, really good players, NFL guys. But um, they were young, young freshmen too one time. Uh, and so we have those type of guys on our team right now. And it's just really going to be up to them to step up and um, – hit a home run, you know. It's their turn to perform and take advantage of the opportunity they have. So we have those guys. So our defense is going to do really, really well. Our defensive line and um, secondary, all returners. So we'll be all right. We'll be good. So a lot of people are pointing at that defensive line saying, okay, those, that's, of course, if you're playing defense, man, that's where it starts, right? Where it you guys got to be able to stop the freaking run. But will you be aggressive, getting sacks, trying to get sacks, uh, and uh, do you have the personnel to get that done? Oh, absolutely. You know, that's when one of the focuses of the offseason is just getting sacks. You know, our, our totals the past couple of years haven't been the best. You know, we, we, want, we know we can do better and we can do better. And so uh, this past offseason, we're just really working on putting ourselves in better situations. How do you do better? How do you, I mean, when you say better situations, what do you mean? Uh, really, it, it comes down to just technique. You know, pass rushing is an art. It's, it's like dancing. You've got to practice it over and over and over again. And for us, that's what we've been doing. You know, you've got to practice your, your craft, as they call it. So, What's your signature move? Uh, I'm a, I'm a stab guy. I like the inside stab, and then kind of working from there. That's kind of like my base move, and then. Okay, so uh, Jake, stand up. No, no, no. I don't. I don't like where you're going with this. No, no that's a terrible. I'd, idea. I'd like to see the stab move on you. No, right? I I think we can all visualize exactly what Trey just talking. You about. could do the stab on him type of thing. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea either. No, I I don't see that ending well for either one of us actually. Well, okay, but you got you and you got Tonga. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and who else do you think? Will really stand out this year? Uh, a couple of people that really been working hard is Lorenzo Falcea and then uh, uh, Bracken Elbacker as well. Uh. You got two inside guys that really, really strong, uh, really, really work hard, and um, uh, those are guys you want to play next to. Uh, as far as on the defensive end, you have guys like Corbin's younger brother, Devin. He'll step up. Uh, Lopa is there too. Zach Daw even is doing really well. So uh, we have the guys uh, to perform, and it's just a matter if they want the opportunity, if they want to take advantage of the opportunity that they have. Trajan Peely with us, defensive lineman for BYU. What's uh, Coach Tuiaki like to play for? Oh, he's, he's one of my favorite coaches. You know, he's a great guy. Uh, outside of football, he's a, a person you want to talk to, someone you want to be friends with. Uh, but as far as football, very knowledgeable as far as the defensive line and, and scheme and, and things like that. Somebody that I can learn from, uh, how to become a better football player, how to become a better defensive football player. Are you one of those guys – uh, Trajan, who who likes to have that kind of relationship with a position coach or a coordinator, as opposed to you know some guys are tough guys who are trying to sort of scare you guys into compliance and whatnot. Is it important for you to have that kind of relationship where you really feel like a guy? A coach cares about you beyond just what happens on the field. Oh, absolutely! You know, they, when you when you have that type of coach, you have a position to trust. Uh, that relationship, you can trust what he says. Uh, he trusts what you say, and so you guys can communicate effectively and and ultimately help become a better person. You know, if, if you're doing it out of fear, 
you're not necessarily going to come up to your coach and ask what, what, what can I do better because he'll rail on you. When it's someone that you trust, someone that knows, cares, and looks for your best interest, uh, it's easy to come up and say, hey, coach, what can I do better? And he'll give you good feedback, and you can go from there. And you sacrifice for him, man. I don't yeah. know why more coaches don't do that because yeah. it's not only is it the decent thing to do, but I think it's more effective. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I think so. Uh, playing Utah right out of the gates after playing them at the end of last year, and that was such a, a, a wild game. Yeah. Is Do you like it that it's so soon that you play them again? Yeah, I like it. You know, we, we obviously moved past the, the last game. That's the pass of the past. You can't change that. And so our whole motivation leading up um, into this new season is beat Utah. You know, that's our one goal. That's what we've been all focusing on as a team. And that's something we can all unite over in, in our offseason training. So, yeah, it's kind of nice to have them in the, the first game because it's a tone setter. You know, we, we, when we win that game, could really set the tone for how we'll, the rest of the season will go. Okay, so I've been asking guys this question. Matt Bushman gave us an answer just minutes ago. I want to ask you, on okay. a scale from 0 to 10, where is your? how do you rate your optimism for this season? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a positive guy, so I'm going to say a 12 out of 10. <laughs> I'm really All right. Yeah, but do you mean that or are you I, just I do. saying it? No, I do. I do mean that. And I, I've, I mean that because we've really, really worked hard this past offseason. I've been here since 2013. I've been a part of some really good teams. Uh, my freshman year was with Kyle Van Oort, Danny Sorensen. Good players. Oh, what um, do those guys know, right? I, yeah. uh, <laughs> so really good teams, really good players. But like I said, this is the best offseason I've I've seen and been a part of a, uh, here at BYU in my time. So, um, you have guys that are buying into the culture, buying into the vision and the goals that we all have. And when you have that, that's when great things uh, come to pass. Well, Trajan, we can't thank you enough for dropping by. Hey, and thank you for uh, me. thanks for picking our band, man. We hey, appreciate it. Thank you for playing it. It's a good band. All yeah, right. Sure good is. luck with everything. Hey, thank you, Trajan. It. Thank you. All, All right. right. Trajan Peely, defensive lineman for BYU. By the way, Trajan, I asked him what position is the smartest as far as groups go. Defensive line. Well, he did say that. He, he, did, he say. did say that. Yeah, so the smartest. Maybe some other position groups might argue with that, but he certainly has the opinion that. Uh, well, That's you know, the case. Defensive linemen have sort of that reputation as being sort of wild-eyed kind of, I don't call them animals, but you know what I mean. Yeah, a little bit uh, maybe a screw loose here or there. Very, uh, much more aggressive. Yes. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, much more aggressive. Solve the problem by knocking someone's block off. Which you'd have to be to play that position, Probably right? So. I mean, you'd have to have uh, a little bit of that mentality. Well, the late uh, Lyle Alzado compared it to warfare. Mm-hmm. So, well, it's it's basically hand to hand when you're in those uh, in the in the trenches, and yeah. uh, that should be a, a strength, I would think, of of this BYU team uh, this so? year with the with the defensive line. They got some linebackers too. I yep. mean, they got Zane and they got uh, they got Isaiah back there, and then some new guys coming in. And from what I've been able to get from the defensive side of the ball, the guys seem pretty confident that this is this group is solid all the way through. I I don't know. Well, I think we've we've seen them have success over over the years. Sometimes, you know, the offense hasn't been exactly where it's needed to be, but the defense for the most part has been fairly consistent under yeah. Coach Shataki, which is something that you would expect. I mean, there was this uh, the first year where they generated all of those turnovers, if you remember that. And that hasn't necessarily been the case, but they've been fairly stout uh defensively throughout this run so far. 
Uh, I think they need to put more pressure on the quarterback. That's probably and you and you asked Trajan about that. Yeah, that's something that's got to improve, and it sounds like they're very well aware of it based on his response. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we're here at BYU Media Day. It's the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. We'll uh, we'll talk to more players. We're hoping to talk to Coach Taki coming up here uh, momentarily as well, uh, getting a, a look at uh, at what to expect coming up. Uh, I I get the sense, and and we've talked to Matt Bushman and now Trajan Peely. But I get the sense that uh, they like having the Utah game right out of the gate. Yeah, I think they're using that as motivation to prepare, especially given the way that game ended a year ago when they had that that twenty point lead in the third quarter, in the th- or third quarter. Or so, and to lose that game had this thing. Uh, and so why not? This is one of the great things about having the game. Some people always like to have it last and whatnot, but I think it's kind of exciting to have it uh, to start the season off. And I'm sure the coaches like it because they have everybody's attention. I, I, liked, I liked it at the end. I know that yeah. it was it was awkward timing for Utah this this past year, but and, and have, I get if you it. Can't but, have it at the end and having it first. I think is the best. Yeah, it's not alternative bad. option. Well, it's certainly I like it because it gives us plenty to talk about. You know, leading up not only through media days here but camp as well, and it gives you that that carrot in front of you that's yeah. a little bit more attractive than say playing Montana State. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. No offense to the mighty Bobcats, but it has a little more juice to it. I agree. And, boy, I mean, you know, if, if you can build some confidence, if you're BYU and you can build some confidence in that Utah game going into the rest of your September schedule, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, I don't, think, I don't think Tennessee is going to be maybe as big a test as their name would indicate. Although but, they, they beat a couple of ranked teams last right. year. I mean, you know. There's nothing to sneeze at. No, no. Right. Yeah. But it, Especially but, on the road. But T. Martin's uh, volunteers, these are not. No. I, right. I think that's a winnable game for, uh, for the Cougs. Uh, and then USC and Washington, you get, those, you get those teams at home. And I think that will certainly help. And well, then Washington's turning over all those players. We don't know exactly yeah. what we're going to see from the Huskies. And then, you know, USC's always going to have the talent. But they're a little bit thin on defense. And how does it all fit together under a new offensive coordinator? I mean, it makes those games certainly winnable for BYU if they can gain some confidence in, in, in the way that they're playing. If, if, if. Yeah, of course there's mm-hmm. ifs. But this yeah. is media day. We're all in a good mood. They, Everybody's uh, I happy. do not think the Cougars will be favored in those games. Uh, no, probably not. Maybe the t- no, probably not. Of course, Tennessee they weren't game. favored against Wisconsin either. Uh, and there was somebody amongst us that uh, was pretty sure that uh, BYU was going to get throttled by the. One Badgers. of the two of us made a bet. Yeah. Do you ever go to dinner, Jake? No, no, no you've still never been to dinner. No. Me either. I love the way you guys won't go to dinner with me, so you can hold this over my head. I begged you guys to go to dinner so I could. Uh, we were both available deal. last week, Jake, weren't we? And Yes, and we said yes. You said, uh, let's go. We, uh, Austin and I both said, we're in. Let's do it. I could have done Monday through Friday last week myself. So. Yeah, but one of us was geographically ah. unavailable. One of us was, oh, I can't say that word probably at uh, One of us was <laughs> off on a exotic vacation. Oh, thank you. Thank you for your discretion. Yeah, you're you're welcome. Well, you know, I got to... I'm gonna mind my P's and Q's. We're you know we're on campus here at BYU, and yeah, nobody you Lots know your 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 uh, conversations about what you do on your vacation are off limits. Well, I'm not the one who started this whole thing. Mm, uh. But it's, 
it's it's hilarity is in its accuracy, if you know what I mean. No, I don't know what you mean. Not true. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, Bowler was the one that started the whole thing because he misspoke. I don't know if he misspoke. He as meant much an as... X, but he had an R in there. Right. Which is the exact opposite of what you would expect, given the connotation. But he was he was um, thinking it because it was true, and then you know. Not true. It, uh, it it came out that way. Not, so. not true at all. Mm. Not true. Hmm. No. You know, where'd Kalani go? He was just sitting right there. He was just sitting right there. I uh, I was told that we'll, we can expect him probably around four. Okay. All right. Good. So. It's always good. I talked to him earlier, and he said, always like, uh, you know, have, coming up there to wrap it up with you guys. Yeah, which is always good. And I said, will you be fresh or are you all burned out? I I'm, he said no. I'll be ready. I am not a mind reader, but I'll tell you what. When he sits down with us, I want to I want to get a kind of a sense of his vibe. Because last year, do you remember his vibe last yes. year? It was almost it was angry, serious. Yeah, yeah. It was down to business. I mean, you know, coming off that season, he was he was not taking things lightly. A very lighthearted guy yeah. in general. Mm-hmm. You know, said, "Hey guys, this, what happened was unacceptable. Here's what we're doing about it. You know, we're keeping our nose to the grindstone." And that was that was the vibe that he brought to the to the interview, and it was really insightful. Yes, it was. And and this year, I'm I'm interested uh, to to kind of get a gauge on on his vibe going into this year. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll do everything we've known. You and I have known Kalani for so long, and I know a lot of media guys think they've known Kalani for a long time, but none of them have known him probably as long as uh, as we have so uh, we'll we'll ask some probing questions to try and find out where his mindset is what he's thinking what the truth is about what he's thinking about this team and how he's approaching it now in his uh, fourth year yeah all right uh we want to remind you about our friends at uh bullfrog spas and gordon we're going to be out there i believe on friday they've got a big sale going on their three-day sale at their factory all hot tubs are on sale with special savings of up to 3500 bucks zero percent interest for 36 months oac hurry into the factory in bluffdale or any of their factory stores this sale ends saturday so you got to take advantage of it we love bullfrog spas gordon is a he is a customer. I am. He is a fan. Yeah, I bought one. Brings the fam together. I bought one. How long ago was that? About three years ago, something like that. And uh, have uh, the family really enjoys it. Now it's the grandkids' favorite? Oh, yeah. It is constantly being used. All right. We'll have more from uh, BYU Media Day coming up next. Stay tuned. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The countdown is back on the Zone Sports Network. It's the fifth annual college football top 60 and 60. As we count you down to the start of the college football season. Listen every day at 1.30 as Hans and Scotty will announce another selection. I'll see you on Bob. Leading up to the start of the 2019 season. As voted on by the local media and you the fans. It's the top 60 and 60. Presented by Cypress Credit Union, the Southtown Auto Mall, and Master Electrical Service. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I'm a chicken fried A cold beer on a Friday night A pair of jeans that fit just right 
and the radio world. 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. It's the big show. Gordon Monson, and Jake Scott live at BYU Media Day. And join, joining us now, quarterback for BYU, Zach Wilson. Zach, thanks for sitting down, man. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for having me on. So what do you what do you think about talking to all these media bozos all day? You tired yet? Yeah, it's just exhausting. Yeah, I'm sure it is. It's a long day. <laughs> You wait and see when Zach's a senior. He'll be gone. I've had it. Uh, just don't even talk to me anymore. I'm ready to go on to the NFL. Leave I'm just here so I don't get fined. You know, I really liked. I really liked uh, your answer to it. <laughs> that's, that's pretty funny. You know, you 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 mentioned to Brett Pine, who's uh, Zach. Sorry to get to, that. Gordon mentioned to Brett that that uh, those cookies look good, and Brett brought up all. The cookies. Well, I think he brought them for Zach, but uh, you don't get a physique like Zach's by eating a bunch of cookies. That's actually get... how I got this physique. <laughs> That's exactly how I got I, uh, I, I concur with you on you know, personal note. But uh, anyway, uh, I liked your answer earlier today when somebody asked you about what it was like to be the BYU quarterback. And... And, you know, because you're a big man on campus, it's, it's part of the, the, the calling, as it were, here at BYU, such a high-profile position. And I loved your response. It was essentially, I'm paraphrasing, I ain't done nothing yet. You know, and I thought, man, that's the exact attitude that one has to have to get the best out of himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I agree. It's just like, you know, I came in and I played seven games. And, you know, it's not like I won all my games. It wasn't like I played against the best teams. And, you know, I still got three more years here, and, and, and we still have so much to prove. So, um, yeah, there was glimpses here and there of what I can be capable of. I take full advantage of it. But, I, you know, I still have so much to prove and so much to work on to get better. We all saw the, the video for Father's Day, first of all, playing catch with the old man, very touching. Yeah. Uh, but second of all, it, it, it gave a lot of people some hope that the shoulder was feeling all right. No, yeah, it's, it's feeling good for sure. I've been only throwing since the beginning of this month and, you know, just slowly working into it. Um, taking it a day at a time, not trying to do too much, but also trying to push it to the limits of what I'm capable of. And, um, you know, it's, it's coming back quick. It's, it's just, you know, that muscle memory that takes a while to reestablish. And um, I'm just getting used to it every day. And so, you know, I'm just excited for the process coming up. Uh, whence cometh the confidence? Where do you get that from? Is it yeah. based on your success earlier or is it more uh, organic than that? Yeah, I think a lot of it just comes from, you know, just playing since I was younger and getting older. It's just like, you know, the little successes you have, um, you gain a lot of confidence from and um, just confidence in my ability of what I think I'm capable of. And, you know, a lot of I was just kind of born like that. I mean, everyone sees my mom on Twitter always tweeting certain things and about BYU tailgating and all that kind of stuff. And she's a very confident lady. I think I get a lot of that from her, too. So. Um, I think a lot of that's just started since I was younger. Talk about your relationship with Coach Roderick, and he was on our station earlier today, and uh, he said something that I thought was really interesting, that, that it's a challenge for him to come up with challenges for you, that you're really good at taking those challenges and running with them, and he has to he kind of stay on his toes to make sure he's always challenging you. Talk about that relationship. No, me and Coach Roger got a, a good a good relationship that's still growing. I mean, we, we talk multiple times a week, and we're always trying to, you know, figure out new things that we can do to get better. I mean, both of us, 
I would say, you know, we're students of the game. I mean, he's always on the film, like, hey, Zach, look what I found. Look look at this. Like, what do you think of this? And then, you know, I love to get my input. I love that he, you know, loves to listen to what I have to say. And, um, you know, we have a great relationship just because that's something we both bond over really well. We're both really passionate about the game, and we both want this year to be super successful. So, and we see eye to eye on a lot of things. So it's cool that we can go back and forth and communicate. And, you know, I think our relationship has grown a lot. He's a great guy. Great guy, yeah. I mean, just a fantastic football mind and a terrific uh, a guy that you can, I think, trust. Mm-hmm. And that's important for a quarterback yep. to feel that way about yep. his coach, right? Yep. What do you Do you set uh, specific personal goals for yourself, or is it all just about going out and getting Ws? Yeah, I mean, I do. I, I, I have a whiteboard in my room. I'll sit there and, and write everything that I want to achieve. And last year, you know, I had – Keeping above a, a 3.2 GPA for my freshman season, um, being able to start my freshman season, earn into the starting role, um, have a good fall camp, like like just certain things like that, just certain goals that I had. And, and of course, this year I had to rewrite a few. And, you know, coming into this year, it was just, you know, same academic standards and things like that. But, you know, I, w- I want to be one of the more dominant quarterbacks around. And then, you know, my personal goals also fall into team goals, too. Um, you know, obviously beating Utah is a big goal for me and, you know, just having a, a winning really good season this year, just for, as a team in, in general, I mean, we got to go out there and get those W's, but, um, just being able to make a stand as a quarterback about who I am as a player and who I am as a leader of this team as well. You mentioned, uh, in academics and, and that's a great goal, by the way, uh, good for you, but I, this just in going to school at BYU isn't easy. Yeah. Uh, so you hold yourself to that academic standard. Uh, coach Taki talked about how he wanted you to earn the job last year. It's your first year of, of division one football. What was last year like for you? How hard was that? Yeah. So I came in with the, with the intent that school was going to be hard. I knew how hard it was going to be. And, you know, I went from high school, high school on a Friday to college on a Monday, you know, there's no break in between, but I kind of expected how hard it was going to be. And I had heard from people how hard BYU was. And so, you know, I jumped, I jumped straight into the fire and I took it on. And, you know, honestly, the academics was hard, but, you know, I managed to get through it. But as far as spring ball went and the competition between me and Tanner and the other quarterbacks, you know, I felt like every day was a tryout. It was a great push between the both of us. And, you know, we had a great friendship, but at the same time, we loved to push each other. And so it was really cool because, you know, every day I was just like, okay, I got to go to sleep early. I got to watch my film. I got to make sure I'm on top of every single thing to make sure, you know, when tomorrow comes, I'm ready because I know Tanner's going to be doing the same thing. That's kind of a cool combination because you've been described as sort of a football junkie, but it sounds like if academics and you have these other interests that complete who you are, I think that's kind of a compliment to you. I remember a conversation I had with Steve Young, and he somebody asked him why he was taking piano lessons, you know, as a quarterback, and he said, I don't want to be ignorant in that realm. And I thought... Wow, that's kind of cool. And to tell you the truth, I think NFL guys like that, too, because it shows sort of a depth of personality and psyche. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I mean, you want to be well-rounded in all aspects of life. I can't be an amazing, consistent, hardworking football player if I don't get it done in the classroom, if I don't get it done in my social life, and I'm not a good family person. So it's like you want to, you want to find different things in life to make you a strong, well-rounded person and, and attack them with the same consistency you do in everything in life. So I know uh, off season has been a little bit different because you've been uh, rehabbing, getting that shoulder better. But what what do you need to improve on going into your sophomore year? Yeah, just taking that 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 step from stage one to stage two. Just just going from a freshman quarterback to a to one of the best sophomore quarterbacks in the country. I just think. 
I, I need to progress mentally. I think that's a huge standard. I mean, of course, physically, you know, my arm will eventually get to where it needs to be. And then, of course, I'll be, I'll be pushing myself to the standards of becoming more accurate, maybe stronger arm, better pocket presence, more confidence in the pocket. All those things will come. But I think mentally is the biggest the biggest steps I've tried to take and and that's just watching tons of film and being a film junkie trying to make things that maybe were harder for me last year just second nature and start approaching things that I know you know maybe the vets do a little bit more of where it's you know maybe changing protections or knowing the scheme better just seeing what defense people are in earlier just being able to place the ball in certain spots so it's just it's just doing the things that most guys can't do as a freshman and and making them look easy as a sophomore zach wilson joins us Uh, zach how do you decide when to take off running and is it a temptation since you you've had that success in doing that sort of thing to 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 be premature in in that urge yeah i mean this last year i ran a little bit more than i wanted to um one of the biggest things I've noticed watching film this past year when I just did my reevaluation of the whole season of, of how I thought I played and stuff like that is, you know, I want to have a better pocket presence. I want to be able to stand back there more and deliver the ball. And then the times I do have to take off and run, just get what I can and get down. I mean, there's too many times I was, you know, sticking my foot in the ground, cutting up the field and, and taking hits that, that are just unnecessary hits. And um, some coaches have explained it to me that it, it's just like a selfish move on my on my part as a as a teammate because you know the team is counting on me to get the job done and if I'm injured then you know it's something I can't be doing so um, as far as running goes I'm not a huge advocate of, of running in between the tackles it's not my favorite to get quarterback runs where um, I, I'm cutting up in between the guard and the tackle and I got to run over a linebacker um, that's more of a running back that's job not to your me. favorite thing. that's not my favorite so <laughs> I'll take the QB draws I'll take the the scrambles and trying to extend plays and um, hopefully using my speed to be able to get on the edge and then get out of bounds. You know, a memory that uh, it was not a good one for you and your team, but uh, this might be of interest to you. I talked with uh, Utah State's offensive coordinator, Jake Scott's lookalike last year. Coach Yost. Coach Yost, who looks just like <laughs> Jake. But anyway, I, I asked him uh, how he knew that Jordan Love was developing as a quarterback, and he said against you guys, Jordan Love hit the running back in the flat for a touchdown, and he said the thing that was impressive about it is he was his fourth guy. Mm-hmm. And he went right through the progressions and hit the right guy, making the right decision. And I, that's something that a quarterback, it really is a cerebral pursuit, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, I had times last year um, towards the, I mean, the beginning of the year when I first started playing, it was kind of just like one, two and run or one, two and get out. And now towards the Utah game, the Western Michigan game, a couple games before that, it was like, okay, first, second, third, fourth progression. Now I'm stepping up, looking for a check down, and then I'm running. And it's like your, your mind starts to get used to going through the whole progression. You're extending plays to the full capability, and you're, and you're learning to be a real pocket-present quarterback. You're not, you're not just, hey, I'm, I'm looking to run. I'm looking to get out. And so like you were saying with Jordan Love is when you can get through your whole progression and find your check down, that's when your, your offense has a whole other side. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's easier said than done because you get six five, three hundred 300-pound dudes all around trying to take your head off. Exactly. How, tell, talk to us about having Utah right out of the gate. Of course, we kind of all know your family history with Utah. You're you know, connected to that school as well. And then uh, coming off last year's loss, which was such a, a wild football game, are you glad to have a crack at them early? Yeah, I'm excited about it just because first game of the year we can start preparing in January. I mean, right when the last game ends, we can, you know, we can start attacking that film 
from day one. Um, normally, you don't want to be skipping teams, but just because Utah's the first one, we have a lot of time to prepare. And, and I think that just goes from which team wants it more. And I hope our guys get the message and, and, and they know how bad last year hurt being up like that and then coming back. And so um, I know I took it personal, and you know I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure that doesn't happen again. So I've been asking all the guys this question. On a scale from 0 to 10, uh, 10 being most optimistic, where is your how would you rate your optimism heading into this next season yeah yeah i'd definitely say up there eight or nine if not ten and and that's just because you know just the build-up of you know my shoulder injury and and you know it's hard to think i could be playing soon with my shoulder not being completely ready yet but you know mentally i feel like i've progressed so 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 well and so um, it's just crazy to think the days are all counting by and, you know, I got to use every day to my full advantage. And so once that day comes, I'm going to be a hundred percent ready to go. Are you a patient person? <sighs> it's tough. I mean, spring ball, I was wanting to throw and I was still in a sling. So, <laughs> yeah. So no, not a patient yeah, person. No, no, not no. at all. <laughs> not at all. Uh, well, Zach, thank you so much for sitting down with us. We really appreciate it. Good luck with the upcoming season. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank Thanks, Zach. Yep. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right, that's uh, Zach Wilson, quarterback for BYU, jumping on the headset. We're live from BYU Media Day. It is the big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, we're going to talk to Kalani Sataki coming up here in a little bit. Sorry, what's going on? Do we want another player now? Yeah, yeah, bring him on over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. absolutely. Bring Eleva on over. Let's go back to back. Love it. Uh, sitting down with us now. Of course, wide receiver for uh, for BYU, one of Zach Wilson's targets this year, as we just got done talking to the BYU quarterback. Now we're talking to wide receiver Aleva Hifo with us on the big show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. What's up, Aleva? How are you? Good. How are you guys? Good. How's, uh, how's the offseason treating you and training and all that stuff? Feeling good? It's been good. A lot of running. So. Uh, we just talked to uh, Zach Wilson. Talk about your relationship with him and what he showed last year as a quarterback. It's good. Um, he's definitely improve this offense a lot and he's off the field he has a good relationship with not only the receivers or the quarterbacks but everyone on the team and he's well respected in that area and he's earned it and that's something that that's really good for us to have as, as a quarterback and he's a leader one thing people have been looking for with this particular offense i think kalani sataki is one of them is a word that uh couldn't always be used uh, explosive yeah do you feel like uh you guys have the playmakers in place now to to make it explosive yeah, I feel like um, it helps with all the guys that have experience on our offense. We have the six receiver. We have six receivers coming back that had ex- game experience last year. Um, we also have Zach and also Jaron, who both are very explosive quarterbacks and mobile in the pocket. And our old line, that's the biggest. That's probably the biggest one. We have four returning, and and they be very helpful for us in our offense to be able to put up points, and that's what we want. How important is experience for a wideout? Or for any receiver of any kind? It's good um, being able to build that confidence in yourself in games. It's um, you can practice and make as many plays as you want in practice, but when you're in that stadium, in that setting, it's it's a lot different. And be able to play with confidence and experience, it helps a lot. Does it put you in the right place at the right time? I mean, and that seems like that would be fairly important. But when people think of receivers, they think of athleticism, you know. Oh, yeah. It's, the mind game is it's definitely a big part in the receivers, um, being able to focus and catch and being able to focus on, among all among all the things that are happening at the same time. I'm, it it doesn't take much to have a drop ball. It doesn't take much to to miss a route or get get covered. So that's definitely something that ties into the way you play. Last year against Wisconsin, you had three receptions for 32 yards, five rushes for 45 yards, 
Threw a pass, one for one, 31 yards and a touchdown. What's it like to go into that stadium, Camp Randall, against that team and have uh, just a brilliant performance like that? Oh, it's crazy. I remember that game like it was yesterday. I remember we entered through the tunnels for warm-ups, and we just see 70,000 red shirts, and and they're allowed. Um, And and we knew what we were getting into. We knew the environment that we were going to be playing in and the team that they were. I think they were ranked number five or six at the time. And just being able to come out with a win like that, it was that was the best weekend ever, just thinking about it. What was the stadium like uh, when it was all said and done? Did it just go crazy quiet? Did you hear all the BYU? What was that feeling? Like? I remember when we, we ran back to our sideline and just seeing all the shocked faces. Uh, I, I can remember some of them right now. Just It was a good feeling. And looking in our section, our little section of blue, just seeing, seeing my parents right there in the front, smiling and jumping, all of our parents actually, and it was, it was fun. I want you to know that I owe my partner here and our producer austin back in the studio dinner because of that game and in large part due to your performance i'm a little lighter in the yeah wallet. maybe we should invite Aleva. Or maybe he should uh, you should maybe invite he him because uh, you us. owe him big time uh, exactly i'll invite him along no problem when you you're... still got to fit the bill though yeah i know when, when you have that kind of performance did you is, is it be so tempting to say to the coaches hey man let me throw it every week let me uh, catch it let me run it every week you know kind of a triple threat yeah it was just funny because i remember we practiced that play that whole week and it didn't work once uh at practice our defense picked it off like twice um I remember we weren't able to get the pass off from from our quarterback to me, and it was just funny how everything worked out. Like it, when they called the play, in my head I was like, uh, "Why don't we just run the ball and try to score these last thirty yards?" <laughs> and I, I remember when it worked, I was it, it was shocking, but it was also a good feeling. Oh yeah. Talk about playing for Fessy Sataki. What's he like as a position coach? He's real. Um, ever since he's been in our room, he's been real with everyone, whether we're, whether it's good or bad. He's been able to connect with some of the players, all the players, off the field and on the field, and I think that's something that you want in a coach, someone that you know you can trust and someone that who's able to better your game. We talked about the mental aspect of catching the football, but do you consider yourself a possession guy, a speed guy, a little bit of both? What? How do you see yourself? Uh, I want to be a possession guy, um, be able to put the ball in my hand to, and to create yak yards for myself after the after the catch. Um, that, that's something I want to work on this offseason. Is dropping a ball like the worst feeling in the world uh, oh, for yeah. a, a receiver who takes pride? In it's the even. worst thing in the world, especially in the, in the game-like situation. That's probably that's all the receivers know firsthand in tight ends, that when you drop a ball, it's it's the worst feeling. Talk about the offense this year, uh, maybe some uh, evolution. We saw the offense evolve a little bit last year in, in your role in it. Do you expect you guys to, to put up a bunch of points and be explosive? Yeah, um, our offense has kind of shifted. If you, you, You've seen the Western Michigan game. Um, we were able to distribute the ball to a bunch of different players and running backs as well. And Zach was able to, to pull, have read options at times. Our offense has kind of shifted from like a – a pro style and all the jet sweep to to four wide outs and and having two tight ends as well sometimes in, in the flex tight ends and that that'll enable us to to make bigger plays and that'll enable us to go, to throw the, the ball down the field so i've been asking all the guys what their level of optimism is this year uh from on a scale from zero to ten well, where would you rate your optimism uh depends on who who's listening to it otherwise that for myself i believe it's very doable and that's a a 10 win season uh, but I don't mean the number of wins. I mean just from zero to ten. A zero to ten. Uh, yeah, oh, sorry, a, rate, uh, a rating of optimism. A rating of optimism. Ten being most optimistic. Where would you put the number? I'll say mine's at an eight. Mm. No. And do you think that's that's you're looking at it realistically? You're being real with the whole yeah. thing, not being 
just saying a number, high number, just to say. Oh yeah, yeah that, that's easy to say. There's, we have we have a tough schedule, and that's that's something that's very talked about. And with that schedule, um, they can they can all go either way. But I know that we're capable of coming out with all of those with a win, and that's something that we we're, we're going to try to do. You like Utah right out of the gate? Oh yeah, that's that's very good. Being able to get them in less than a year since since the last time we saw them in November, it's, it'd be fun just to see them again. How'd that loss feel? No, it hurt. It stings. It still it still does sting. Is it worse uh, to be up twenty and to lose than it is just to get beat from the get go? Oh yeah, it's worse knowing how how he went to that locker room. I remember when we went into that locker room and came back out. It was like we we're a different team and in the way we played um, in the, in the kind of shows and how, how the score was, but. We just need to be able to and replicate that that first half and have the the whole game like that. Be able to finish. So have you uh, have you graduated or are you on easy street taking like basket weaving or no, something I, like that? I haven't graduated. I've struggled here at BYU, so I'm taking it a little longer than some of the other seniors. What's your major? Uh, exercise and wellness. Oh, very nice. Yeah. What's your favorite class right now? My favorite class right now, I'll say none of them. But if I if I, if I had to go with one, it'd probably be science of wellness. That's one I've I've done better in, so I, that's why I like it. Right. What are your other interests other than football? Other than football? Yeah, music, theater, movies, books. Movies, books. Uh, I play a lot of video games. Otherwise, video that, I, games. I spend a lot of time with my family. My family was able to move here from California to Provo, so that's something that's, that's helped me along the way, too. Hmm. Well, Leva, we can't thank you enough for sitting down with us, man. Good luck uh, in the upcoming season. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. That's Aleva Hifo with us here on The Big Show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Let's go to break, and then we'll uh, snag. Uh, yeah, let's see if we can't get the head coach at BYU coming up next. Stay tuned. Big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.